Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Raw Recap. We are doing this week's Raw. Guess who we got in the building, man? We got a person, a human being, that is a pride of, of, of Jake, Jamaica, Jam Rock, as they call it. So everybody, welcome in, Miss Chrissy. Yes! Hey everybody, hey everybody. It's good to be back as always. She's healthy, guys. She was, uh, you, you were on one foot before, huh? Well, you were, got a little, sn- little sniffle? Yeah. Yeah, ain't no joke. So, you know, mm-hmm, to be back, we good. I'm glad to hear you, hear, to hear the, 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 jo- the jovialness. I'm going to make that a <laughs> happy word. Well, let's hop right into today, this, this week's Raw. A lot of things going on. We had Ray Mysterio, Finn Balor, quite a bit. Um, Bianca Belair was in action. We had The Miz and Ciampa, AJ Styles, Ezekiel, Alexa Bliss, and Oscar Dewdrop. Let's start with this. What are some things for this episode of Raw, um, starting from the first half of Raw, that really stood out to you? What are some things that really stood out to you? So, Brock being back definitely stood out to me. You know, it was Brock being Brock. His promo with Paul Heyman was really good. It had some. Uh, funny moments. Um, he did beat up Alpha Academy, and it just goes to show you how much of a vet he is. Because I don't know, it was just good seeing him back and just destroying Otis and Chad. So that was pretty good. Um, and the match with with um, Bianca and Carmella was also interesting. I liked it. Um, you kind of got a little bit more focused on them in this match previously from Money in the Bank and even though there was an interruption with, you know, Becky, um, I still thought it was a good match, but we can touch base on that a little later. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let's kind of deep dive into the, you talked about how Brock came out. A lot of people have been very pessimistic about Brock Lesnar because over the last 10 years, it's pretty much been suplex, suplex, leave. He doesn't do a lot of moves. He definitely is a draw because of the UFC background. He's a legit fighter. He'll beat, he, he pretty much can beat most people in real life and people probably on, in, in, in WWE as well, if not UFC. The dude is a legit badass. Talk about yeah. have the, the Rock staying power, uh, Brock staying power. At this point in his career, do you feel like he adds a lot to the show or takes a lot away from the show, or are you very neutral? I feel like because he is such a vet, he... Uh, he still adds. I feel like whether it's old schoolers or just new, you know, millennial um, wrestling fans, I feel like because, I mean, he is good in the ring, even if it's just, you know, not that great of like just wrestling. He's more maybe, you know, he'll do like whether it's submissions or, you know, I love Suplex City. So mm-hmm. <laughs> that's just me. Um, but I feel like having him come back every now and then, it's just like a good little pop. People love it. Um, and at this point, that's just how Brock is every now and then, you know, he comes back in, has a little moment and then he pops back out. (laughs) That's just how it is at at this point. But I feel like it's just classic WWE, you know, SummerSlam is coming up. He has a match with Roman Reigns. They had to cut a promo, you know, it's just what needed to be done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's still a star Uh, for me personally, you know, of watching Brock in, in his career since 2000, the early two, early 2000s. At this point, unless he's at the end of the day, we everyone's not going to give you 35 backflips, 
chokes, you know, he has a, he's a limited move set and he's very powerful. He's very strong. I yeah. liked Suplex City for like the first month of it. And then it got very old very quickly for me personally, because yeah. at the end of the day, it's just suplexes, you know? Um, <laughs> now, I mean, here and there, he'll do an F5, but mm-hmm. yeah, it is Suplex City. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, uh, he's here, um, but he's a part timer. And I guess that's just what we have to accept. Um, mm-hmm. What did you think about him in theory? Um, the interaction between those two. Um, I honestly thought it was kind of funny. At this point, Theory's just going around, just, you know, showing off. He's just that guy. He thinks he is the best, and he is talented. So at this point, especially with him being Mr. Money in the Bank, you there's no control in him. He's going to do what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. So, so you, I, I'm just waiting for SummerSlam to see what actually happens. So you want to see Theory? In, is that something you're excited about? Like the possibility of an Austin Theory Brock Lesnar match? Um, I mean, why not? We've never seen them. So That's true. Well, yeah. So, I mean, with how it would probably go if it turns out where, you know, what I don't want to happen, but would also be kind of crazy if Fury ends up winning back the United States Championship, and then later on that night at SummerSlam cashing in mm-hmm. for the undisputed. You know, that would be kind of crazy if he ends up winning both mm-hmm. titles or three titles. He's too- at this point three belts at this point. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's ready um, for that yet, personally. He's he's not. But okay. at this point, I don't know what's going to happen mm-hmm. if he's because it, it's like if he wins against bobby he can be like all right i'm cool i'm gonna wait or if he loses he could be like all right i'm gonna take my chances depending on how the match goes yeah but it just depends on who you know you know wwe has their favorites so yeah well brock lesnar was the chosen one at a period of time and so is theory looks like he's the chosen one so i would love to see the generational uh clash Especially yeah. if they do the right packages when they show Brock when he first came out as a young buck versus mm-hmm. the new Austin Theory. And you could tell the story there, old versus new, the next big thing for, versus the big thing. And yeah. um, there's some story that could be told. And a fresh matchup. WWE needs fresh matchups. And that's why yeah. I really miss Biggie because when he became champion, no one expected Biggie. If you would have talked about a year ago, people were saying that they would like to see Biggie as champion, but no one ever thought he would have the title. And I think it was such a refreshing thing to see him with the title and the matchups that he could be and to look at him in that way. Don't you agree? Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah, that's, that's dope. Now, Finn Balor had a match. What do you think about Finn right now? And in, in, in his whole thing with uh, the, the group, the uh, judgment day, do you think he's really over yet? Is it, is it still annoying? Is it wonky? Is it typical WWE stuff? Where, where, where are you on the scale when it comes to the judgment day? Where do you feel personally? Wasn't surprised when Finn joined, honestly, because of his accent. Sometimes it's kind of a uh, weird when he cuts the promo. I'm not gonna lie. So yesterday when he was cutting the promo, I was like, okay, I can't really take you seriously with the accent. I'm also when it comes to Judgment Day, honestly, I'm still thinking of Edge. Like when they come out, my immediate thought is Edge, and then I'm like, oh wait, they kicked him out. Mm-hmm. So. I'm just like kind of neutral, whereas, okay, let's see what you guys can actually do. Because right now they're trying to put a little bug in um, Dominic's ear. And so we're just going to have to wait and see what becomes of this little feud that they have going on. Good points. Good points, Chrissy. I love it. 
Hopping over, we had um, Carmella and Bianca Belair. You talked about that earlier. The beef has been going over the last couple of weeks. Carmella, no doubt, uh, a lot of people underrate her, but she's a great performer. She's great at what she does in the heel point. She looks a million bucks. She has some great move sets, um, and she is definitely a great foil for the lovable um, everyday person that everyone loves. The basically, you know, America's sweetheart, Miss Bianca Belair. Talk about this beef here and um, Carmella getting a win, even though uh, Becky interfered. What do you think about the W here? Did it do anything to, to take away from? Um, from uh, from uh, Bianca, or it's kind of like okay, well, she got it was a, it's a fluke win. Not, not didn't take her too big. Didn't take her. Didn't take too much off of uh, Bianca Belair. I didn't think it t- it took too much off Bianca. Um, I feel like the counter that Carmella did to reverse the KOD was actually really good. Uh-huh. Um, I can officially say Becky has gotten into Bianca's head. She, like, because that distraction by the count out, I was just like, okay, girl, we cannot have that. At one point, at the end of the match, she became a little aggressive. She attacked Carmella. I was like, oh my gosh, she's turning heel. But I'm like, nah, you WWE sweetheart right now. These girls love you. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how the heel would go with the fans. Yeah. Yeah. Bianca, at this point, she needs to stay until she can stay on. At this point, she's not stale yet. I think a year from now, we have to revisit yes. and see where she's at because, you know, baby faces, if they're too, if they're too like too lovey dovey, it can kind of get annoying. Um, you know, most yeah. people want to see a little edge. So maybe there's yeah. some she gets screwed and, and uh, you know, we see a little bit more edgy Bianca where she's got a more of a chip on her shoulder and she's a little bit more violent. She's a little bit more impactful. But right now she's right where she needs to be. Um, yeah, and mm-hmm. Corey on commentary when Carmella is wrestling, he mm-hmm. needs to get off. Yeah, like, you said that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You still, he's still I annoying. Can't. Yes, he's still annoying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just says shit like, bro. Mm-hmm. What did you but, think about Oscar uh, and Alexa Bliss? Um, so that was kind of like a weird little matchup. <laughs> Um, as weird as it as it is, I kind of like seeing Nikki Ash and Dewdrop. I mean, they're the only legit like tag duo ish right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though there really isn't like a tag division, but I mean, I like kind of like seeing them. Um, Alexa did get distracted for a second, which was kind of like you're. I don't want to say you're a vet, but I'm like you've been in the business for quite a while now. Like that almost mistake almost cost you the match. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense. Uh-huh. Um, of course, you know, I love Asuka with her strikes, her combo to take down Dewdrop. It was good. And it was funny how when Alexa pinned Nikki, she did like a little handshake, like, oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. And then like threw her hand away. I was like, oh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, it was good. And she got a pin by um, a DDP. So it's kind of good to see, you know, little different finishes here and there. Mm-hmm. Picking up the win. Because WWE can be very formulaic, formulaic yeah. as you say. Yeah. Yeah. All so right. I'm kind of picking up a little bit um, here and there that, you know, different moves are kind of, you know, getting the pinfall. So I like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good stuff. Ooh, the, uh, the Usos, Omos and Truth and the Prophets. What do you think about seeing? We haven't seen our Truth a lot in the last couple of months. What do you think? What do you think he adds to the show? How do you feel about him? He's been around for forever, and um, I think he's great comedy. And uh, what did you think about the Prophets? Who do you think ultimately, even though um, Umos and the Usos won, do you think? Uh, do you, who do you think was the shine? Who shined the most in this match, personally, in your opinion? Um, honestly, I think the Street Prophets stood out a lot and also almost for some reason like I feel like he's getting so better mm-hmm. like 
And I'm just like, at the end when they won and he was in the ring, I'm like, that's a scary dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I thought it was, it was a good match. Of course, when you have the street profits, you have a lot of high flying athleticism. Like it's pure entertainment as well as, you know, the Usos, they've been doing it for a while. And it was just good to see a ring full of all black men, wrestlers, even down to the referees. So let's give a round of applause. Hold up. Let's do it. Hold up. Yes, yes, yes. So good to see that. Yeah, and, and um, as we know, Dev is just, uh, you know, um, there there is a... Montez is going to do his thing, and Angelo Dawkins has really worked on his physicality. The dude looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see when that single run comes for um, for Montez and for um, Angelo Dawkins. And if a lot of people are like wondering, what can An- Angelo Dawkins do? I think he he could be he could be really a great U.S. champion, middle card guy, maybe even one day yeah. a champion, just like we see with Biggie Biggie, who consistently. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone knew Kofi was the lead dog, and then Biggie was next in line, and Biggie really did his thing with the title, and he he didn't take away from the title. Uh, Biggie mm-hmm. was perfect person to put the strap on at the time, so maybe Angelo has a one or two championship reigns in him as well. Where do you think Montez? Um, do you think Montez? Um, do you think the the time to pull a trigger now on a singles run, or do you think maybe a year or two? I feel like maybe after like a year, year and a half, mm-hmm. depending. Like if they don't get the titles then I feel like after that, then, you know, they should do a story where they kind of like just separate mm-hmm. and do their own individual careers. Mm-hmm. I because feel he definitely has like champions. Oh yeah. They've been, they've won plenty of time. So, okay. Interesting. All right. So we had Seth Rollins, Theory, Bobby Lashley, Riddle, anything that popped out to you at all about this match, anything special? Um, I actually liked the quick little promo behind with Seth and Theory. It was so funny. Just proves again how good um, Seth is, him and, you know, his healness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which is also, I just realized, like, him and Becky are on this, like, thing, you know, where they're, like, a heel couple, like a heel duo. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, the match was, um, it was pretty decent. You know, we got good athletes competing together um nothing really completely set out on me because you know they're just good performers um it was kind of weird how ziggler kind of came out Dolph ziggler i was like what are you like in a suit like what's going on he's uh he watched ringside he interrupted the match a little bit because theory was gonna cheat Mm -hmm. and then he gave him one hell of a kick at the end (laughs) which was it was like it was good yeah so we'll just have to wait next week to see what's that all about is he gonna you know take it from him is he just tired of being like what's what's he yeah so what do you think are you excited about SummerSlam are you is any of this adding to the mystery of it or you're kind of like neutral at this point um, I think uh, as the weeks go by, things will definitely be added, and I'm super excited to see what else, you know, what other matches will come up. Mm-hmm. Um, so until then, we just got to watch, wait, and see. Mm-hmm. SummerSlam will be, it's, I think it's going to be down in Tennessee, Nashville, Tennessee, I think. Yep. Nissan Stadium. 
Ah, not too far of a drive, but I don't know. I might have to wait till the next pay per view before we take a road trip. We we gotta do a we gotta do a road trip, Chrissy, uh, at a pro wrestling event, uh, WWE one. That'd be fun to do some 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 reactions and things of that nature. But um, yeah. anything else you want to leave us with before we finish up this week's Raw recap? No, I think we got it all. Heck yeah, we did, and you did a fantastic job. Tell them where they can find and support. You can find me at Instagram at underscore Chrissy's Alexa. Ooh, Chrissy got some dope merch, bruh. You know what I'm saying? Yes. She she got some dope merch. Go ahead and support a wonderful person, wonderful human being, and uh, just support the podcast. So I'm going to thank our audience here. I'm going to go specifically to our Anchor account so I can give the shouts out to everyone. We, we hope that you guys can be a little bit more active. I appreciate everybody that listens to our episodes. It's a great we see that people are listening, but I want to get you guys involved. I want you guys to come on. So I'm going to thank all my people here. I want to thank my my Canadian folks, my German folks, my, bah- my Bahamians, people in the UK, Brazil, Ecuador, South Africa, Australia, the Netherlands, India, Ghana, Jamaica, Bosnia, and Herzegovina. Guys, thank you all for listening. There is an email if you guys want to send in fan letters, if you have any ideas for certain episodes, certain things you want us to cover in more in detail. So you can follow us at, uh, send us an email at wwbpodcastfan at gmail.com. Again, send us an email at gmail, okay? wwbpodcastfan at gmail.com. Guys, thank you all so much. We're getting close to 100, about a 20 or so episodes away, and we're going to do some big things. Um, yeah, big things popping, little things stopping. All right, so guys, <laughs> till next week. Peace. Bye.